welcome to the Accelerator Podcast, covering the church and church planning in the South. Accelerator is a resource of the 242 Network, the church planning arm of the Mississippi Baptist Convention. The 242 Network exists to assess, train, and support church planners. In each podcast, we will interview church planners and pastors around the South to gain knowledge and insight into ministry to further God's kingdom and church. And now, with your host, Ryan Tillman, we welcome you to the Accelerator Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or even late night to all of our listeners. I know some of you have written us off because it has been a while since our last episode. Sorry for the delay. Honestly, it was my error, but I am so glad that you have decided to check us out with this episode of the Accelerator Podcast. The Accelerator Podcast is um, a way that the 242 Network, which is a church planning network in Mississippi, gets information to uh, those in the church planning world as well as in the church world. The 242 Network seeks to leverage resources in a disengaged culture to multiply healthy churches. We're all about seeing God's kingdom advance through new healthy plants, planters, as well as through established churches, pastors, and ministry staff. We know it takes all kinds of churches to reach our communities, and we hope to come alongside you to share some of the winds of ministry as well as some of, you may not want to try these experiences along the way. My name is Brian Tillman, pastor of Riverbend Church in Hernando, Mississippi. I planted Riverbend 13 years ago. Wow, we have made it to be a teenager. Watch out, Hernando. I work with the 242 Network in Mississippi to help assess, train, support, and network possible planters for new church plants. This is the beginning of season two of our podcast. In this season, we want to interview a number of staff members from churches all around and all different sizes to see their perspectives on ministry. Along the way, we will continue to ask leadership, vision, and mission questions to let you see how these staffs and churches continue the call that God has on them for these days of ministry. Today, I'm excited for you to hear from Jeff Walters. Jeff is the lead pastor of missions and church planting at Pine Lake Church here in Mississippi. Pine Lake has a few campuses outside of Metro Jackson, but Uh, They were started in the metro area and continue to flourish throughout all of their campuses in the state. In our interview, Jeff speaks of some great ideas on how to build a team, staff, whether paid or just volunteers. He also speaks of how Pine Lake has focused in on their mission of expanding God's kingdom locally as well as internationally. I believe that as you listen, you will be able to to take some of the 
ideas and concepts that Jeff speaks of that Pine Lake does so well and plug them into your context and to your ministry where God has called you. So without further ado, please welcome to the Accelerator Podcast, Jeff Walters. So uh, Jeff, thank you for uh, joining us today on the Accelerator Podcast. Uh, can you just share with our listeners uh, a little about yourself, your story, maybe uh, your family, as well as a ministry journey to the point where, uh, where you serve at, at present time? Yeah, man. Thanks for the invitation to, to be a part. I'm, I'm, you know, man, it's, it's kind of a long story, uh, but I grew up in the Memphis area, uh, part of the Methodist church there and not really connected to church, got very disconnected from church. And my best friend led me to Christ when I was uh, in high school and uh, left and went to college to study for ministry and Got away from that, and uh, uh, took a long time for God to get me back to that. But I was in I was in graduate school at Auburn, and uh, went on a mission trip with a church there, and uh, uh, and God just used that again over several years to to lead us to what we're doing now. So uh, married my wife Melanie's a teacher, and uh, we have three kids. Uh, our oldest is in law school in Cincinnati. Our middle one is. Uh, uh, doing a year-long internship in Germany, but he's locked down in London right now. And then uh, our youngest is a uh, senior in high school. So uh, we uh, really started ministry as a local church pastor while I was in seminary and then uh, served with the International Mission Board uh, for a few years in Paris, France, uh, and then came back and taught at Southern Seminary for a while and now am lead pastor of missions and church planning at Pine Lake Church. Been here about four and a half years. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you know, I would, I would say that Pine Lake uh, Church is, uh, is unique um, with, uh, with multi-site and multiple locations throughout uh, um, not just the cities, the city that it's in, but uh, through our state, but, but even more unique because of the uh, context which Pine Lake is in. It's in Mississippi with all of our church traditions. Um, can, can you just speak with, uh, uh, talk about the multi-site, but uh, maybe some wins that it's just been a great asset and uh, maybe, maybe even uh, some, oh man, we, we need to uh, work on this. Maybe some issues that, that have happened uh, because of multi-site. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think it's been a, it's been a, God has used it incredibly. Uh, you know, we, we started our first campus in 2006 in Madison. Mm -hmm. And what led up, led up to that? Pine Lake was planted. Pine Lake was a church plant, man, a traditional Baptist church plant uh, in the early 70s and, uh, and grew as the area grew. And uh, then uh, when uh, Chip, our, our senior pastor, came, um, you know, God just really began to do some work and the church began to grow, relocated to uh, uh, a new facility uh, on Highway 25 and, and God just really blessed and the, the church continued to grow and grow and grow and as they, as they got out of space again, they began to ask the question, hey, what do we do? Do we build again? And, and really what happened was is that they, they looked around and they said, you know, we've got all these people in the Madison area who are driving down. Maybe it's smarter for us 
to start a campus in Madison. And so they did that in 2006. And then uh, Clinton and, and Starville and Oxford. And so that's really how it's been really kind of, a, I mean, when you hear when you hear Chip talk about it, he, he refers to Henry Blackaby, you know, just look where God is working and join him. And so it wasn't so much a strategic desire to reach a new area as it was a response to where God was already working. All five, all five campuses uh, and, and in the future. Uh, and it really, it paralleled um, kind of our involvement in church planting uh, yeah. because, you know, it's, it's the presence of God's people in a place that really brings lasting change. And so, you know, really, I think the, the, the richness of what Chip and Tim and our elders led us to do was to, was to say, hey, look, you know, we're, God's given us something and we're reaching a lot of people, but then also the recognition that we're not reaching everybody. And so let's start campuses where God will use that and let's start churches where God will use that. So they really go hand in hand for us. Um, with the... Uh with with that uh, kind of vision uh you know one of our guys uh came from pine lake uh bryant may and i give mm -hmm. a shout out to uh to bryant may and uh that yeah. is just uh, amazing to to hear that both and from from you and and i know that that's that's the case uh definitely through bryant and the exchange church and and others as well that that you guys have planted um, I think that we would be kind of remiss if we didn't speak about uh, the issues that we're going through today um, with the pandemic and the uh, shelter in place. And uh, I know that this, uh, this podcast will come out uh, later this week, uh, first of next week, and we'll kind of still be in that. But uh, what, if, what have you guys um, seen and done, how you might have ramped up some ministry or uh, made this aspect of ministry even uh, more present, so to speak, for, for you to be able to connect with your congregation and even the communities where uh, Pine Lake ministers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, I know we've been through a lot of the same processes that everybody else has, you know, just that response, what do we do now? You know, we can't gather, what do we do? And, and you know, like everybody else, decide, okay, let's, let's go online. And I think that has, has been as difficult as that is and as much work as that is for some of our team. And man, they have stepped into that amazingly. Um, God is really using it. I mean, I think what one of the keys that I'm hearing, not only at Pine Lake, but from our planters and, and elsewhere is that, you know, our reach has just multiplied, yeah. uh, you know, that there's more people yeah. engaged with Pine Lake now than, than, ever and i mean again not just a few more people a lot more people yep. and so you know our team stepping into that saying how do we do that well you know i think moving from uh you know being a live stream where you're watching somebody else do church to really engaging has been really powerful for certainly for me and my family as we've been a part of that but i really think the key for us uh in a lot of ways has been that uh this has forced us as a team to, to really think about how do we do uh, what we do. And, and it's really been very much about people. And so, man, phone call after phone call, lots of Zoom meetings and things, but really drilling down and calling people and talking to people and, and discipling people and encouraging people. And that's been, that's been really good. And I think that'll stick. I really do. Um, do you think that there's, there are things uh, that, that you guys have to do now to, 
connect with the people that, uh, that might stick after the fact or that you hope will stick um, after the fact? Yeah, I think, you know, we, again, I, you know, probably everybody listening to this knows the, the, the challenges of a large church are different from the challenges of a small church, but they're all challenges. Sure. And, uh, and I think that, that what certainly my team and I and, and many of our folks are, are recognizing is that, you know, relationships are important no matter what. And so I think this has helped us to really drill down into those relationships. And, uh, you know, our student teams, um, you know, small groups, uh, you know, people are hungry for community. People are hungry for hope. And um, having to being forced to find some creative ways to do that uh, has, has <coughs> excuse me, has been really good. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> so your um, your role at Pine Lake is uh, kind of head over all missions, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, and under that role, there is the uh, the aspect of uh, of church planting, and uh, and you bringing planters on. Am I correct in that? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we, we include all that wrapped up together. Missions okay. is missions. So, um, so what are some key components? If we shift away kind of from the, uh, from the, the here and now of uh, coronavirus and the pandemic, uh, kind of drilling down into, into your role and that aspect of, of church planting, church planter, um, what, when, what are some key components that you look for and your team looks for um, in a uh, potential planter? Yeah, so we, we have a couple of different things. You know, we have a church planting residency that's really kind of the heart of how we plant churches. We support churches and, and do other things, but that's the heart of it. And so really, I'd say to, to really distill that down, uh, you know, certainly calling. Uh, is critical there. Uh, not not only the calling to ministry, but the calling to plant, which is a missionary call, yeah. uh, and is a um, uh, a unique, I think, a unique aspect of of calling. Uh, one thing that that we identified early on is that you know preaching is important uh, in a, for a church planter. That the ability to communicate is really important, mm -hmm. and so. You know, there's lots of people on a team, but but really that lead planner needs to be able to communicate well, and so that's a big part of it for us, uh, and that that has been fruitful. So so somebody who who can preach, uh, you know, share the word, communicate the word, live that out. Uh, certainly, we look for the church planning competencies that man, lots of smart people have looked at. You know, work ethic. Um, uh, you know, passion, being an evangelist, uh, being a starter, uh, those things, those, those aspects of church planning that many of the assessments look at. Obviously, all those are very important. Uh, we also look for a, a, a culture fit with Pine Lake. And so we're not, we're not only trying to, we, we, we don't just plant Pine Lakes, right? Our, our, the churches we've planted, you'll see aspects of that. But, but we do want somebody who's, who's actually going to benefit from our residency. I mean, somebody who will, who will learn from the ways that we do things. So, you know, for example, somebody wants to start a house church network. That's probably not as, as great as that is. And I'm, I'm not against that. I'm for that. Sure. But that's probably not going to benefit as much from what we do as somebody who wants to start, uh, you know, with a, 
a, a you know, I say a big launch. You know what I mean when I say that. So, sure. yeah, I mean, and certainly we ask everybody to go through an assessment as well, and we lean heavily on that. So your residency, how, how long is uh, is a typical resident uh, typical typical residency there at Pine Lake? Yeah, we it's it's uh, about ten months. We've had a few that have been shorter. Uh, you know, our current one will probably be longer because of of kind of what's going on, but um, about ten months, and so it's it's really a runway. Um, so it's not a place to explore church planting. Uh, it's really a place where, hey, look, I'm I'm I know God's called me to do this, and I know roughly about where I want to do it, and you know I'm ready to to roll into that. Okay, um, and but that those residencies are. Uh are in the Madison or excuse me, in, in the uh, Jackson area, metro area, they come live there and they're part of the team. Uh, that's right. At this point, that's, that's what uh, all of them have done. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, can I, you guys have, uh, have been a part of, of church planting in the state and also outside the state of, uh, of Mississippi. Um, have you seen any major differences between planting in state in the South versus out West or, or in a different context that, yeah, that you sure. used I mean, as, the, as the residency to, to ramp up for that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know, we've, we've planted four churches in the, the state, in the Jackson area. And then we planted, I guess, six, I think I've got my math right there, outside, uh, you know, a couple in Florida, um, and then, you know, Boston, Victoria. So, so certainly uh, one of the things that, that's important there is, you know, considering context. And, and so we, we, really, we really pour into foundational things. We believe that Pine Lake has does some things well that, are, that, that fit in any context and culture. Some of them don't you know, but, but many of them do. And so that's what we pour into with residents is to hang out with Chip and, and find out about, you know, life change preaching, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our worship team, the way we do our logistics and business stuff. Uh, you know, those things translate anywhere, but then we're really leaning on that planner and helping them to figure out, man, how do I do this now in Boston? How do I do this in New Braunfels, Texas? Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's uh, let's give a hypothetical. Uh, hypothetical is uh, somebody has come through the residency. They are up and going. The the planter is uh, in his first year and uh, it's going well. He ne- he needs to uh, to add some some uh, some staff uh, and and to his team. Are there are there some must haves that uh, that you guys think of and and you in particular think of? Hey, this. Are this is what uh, direction you need to go? This is um, these are some things that uh, that definitely when you're looking for a staff member, uh, you need to key in on. Yeah, I mean that's and that's a part of our residency. I mean, we ask them to develop a staffing plan. You know, who who are you? Who's your first hire? Who then maybe is your second hire? You know, who do you keep uh, with, um, you know, with, with servant leaders, with volunteers, I mean, what do you keep in there? And so we work with them. They're exposed to our hiring process and our folks that do that so that they, uh, see and, uh, learn some of that process. But really a lot of it is, is, I mean, honestly, it lines up a lot with, um, what we look for in a planter. I mean, I think calling, 
You know, the fact is, is that joining the staff of a church plant in those first few years, that's a missionary calling. You know, you, you don't, you don't have a, you know, your job description is that, that various and other assigned duties is really, really big when you join the team. Um, and so that's a big part of that cultural fit. Certainly, you know, culture is so, so important. And that's something that, you know, Pat Lynchoni and some of those guys that I love to read, man, they talk so much, Henry Cloud, um, you know, talking about culture. So you want that culture fit. Certainly competency is important. I mean, if you're, if you're bringing on a worship leader, they ought to be able to lead worship. Um, but honestly, that's kind of down my list for most roles. Uh, because just because of the, the nature of the planting process. So compatibility there, flexibility, passion. Um, you know, I think every staff member needs to be an evangelist and a disciple maker uh, in a church plant, especially. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think that that church planting model or of bringing on a planter bleeds over in a lot of ways. So, so uh, talk, Talk for just a moment about the uh, chemistry. I mean, you, you said, hey, that's, that is key. And I, I think that that's, that is a huge component, especially for, for some guys, uh, some of our listeners who are just starting out, um, whether it's in a, uh, a church plant or uh, just going into a, a new ministry role as, as pastor and trying to get your guys and your team together for, for that uh, um new uh, ministry and those next steps in that journey. Uh, talk, to, talk to us a little about chemistry and how you have uh, brought folks onto your team and uh, whether it's volunteers or, or paid staff folks to be a part of your team. Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, I mean, relationship is always helpful. You know, that, that either, either you're, you're talking to somebody who you already have a relationship with on some level or that you meet through a relationship. You know, job boards and those things are great to meet people, but they're, I mean, you know, the, the, the further away that is, the greater the risk of, of not having that chemistry. Because we all want to work with people we like and get along with, right? Yeah, but I, yeah. think, I think chemistry, I mean, it, it, it leads to so, I mean, it, it, it takes out so many of the difficulties of, or at least eases so many of the difficulties of working together and doing what we do. Again, especially in the, the, the life of a church plant where you got this, you know, you just, there's this extra, I don't, I don't know, stress maybe isn't the right word, but this extra energy that just goes into that. And so, you know, leadership is so much about communication and clarity. Uh, when you've got chemistry, that's easier. Uh, because you've, you're able to sit and talk and say those things and, and repeat those things that you need to repeat. Um, you know, I think it leads to greater fruitfulness. Uh, and, and some of that because of good, healthy conflict, right? I think one of the things I've learned from Lynchoni is that, man, you, you want some conflict. Uh, you want to see some heat. But when you've got good chemistry, that heat stays healthy. Uh, or, or is more likely to stay healthy. So, you know, I think looking for somebody that you, you can, uh, that'll challenge you and be honest with you. I mean, again, that's that relationship piece. So, I mean, I've hired people that I knew for years and, you know, and we discover things about each other and go, oh man, I didn't know you were that or, you know, uh, or you're, you're much better at that than I thought you were. And then we've hired people that we, you know, just got an application yeah. and, uh, there's ups and downs to all those, but, uh, 
ultimately, and, and I'd say ultimately, you know, chemistry is still a guess on the front end, no matter what. Because if you've known somebody for years, uh, the guy we hired, he was one of my students. And, uh, uh, you know, so I knew him as kind of that professor-student relationship, yeah. which was great. But, you know, then working together is a different kind of animal. And so, you know, you're, you have to work at it. You know, chemistry, it, it just doesn't, you know, it's like a marriage in a lot of ways, right? Sure. Um, and uh, thank you for that insight. I think that that is uh, that that's some uh, good stuff, and uh, appreciate that very much. Uh, before I let you get out of here, I, I like to call this final segment uh, the faves. And uh, so, just some rapid questions, some of your favorites, so that our listeners can uh, uh, kind of get to know you and and uh, and understand uh, kind of little things that. Uh, help to make Jeff tick, so to speak. So uh, what's your uh, favorite book outside of the Bible? What's your favorite book uh, maybe that you've read or that's impacted you? Oh man, I've, I've, I've read so much. Uh, you know, again, I, I was a professor, so that's what we did, right? Um, wow. I'd say, I'd say that, that probably uh, outside of the Bible, you know, the ones that impacted me most in what I'm doing right now would be uh, some leadership books. You know, again, I, I devour Pat Lincioni. I just like what, and I think he's got it. Henry Cloud, yeah. um, you know, anything he writes, I love. Uh, you know, John Piper had a lot of influence on me missions-wise early on. I don't agree with everything that he says or does, but yeah. that, you know, his passion for the nations. Yeah. And I mean, the nations is outside, right? That's in, the nations are in, in, in Midtown Jackson too. So, uh, you know, I'd say I, that's, that's a big one. Okay. Um, uh, favorite book of the Bible. Oh man. Uh, you know, I mean, it changes, I guess probably, but, uh, man, yes, you are a pre, you are a pastor. It changes whatever right. you're, whatever that's you're right. Doing. It's all of it. Um, you know, it's funny. Malachi has, has been one that over the years, has been has just popped up for me god used it to call me to the mission field and it is one that keeps coming back and it's a weird one to to really love but but malachi I, that's the first one comes to mind that's a great book uh what is your favorite meal if you had one meal i can get anything i want what what is it oh man uh gosh outside of fried chicken um <laughs> it can be fried chicken huh <laughs> It could be fried chicken. That's right. Fried chicken, you know, ch chicken, my, my all time favorite chicken, fried steak, mashed potatoes and gravy that my mom and my grandmother's made chocolate oh. meringue pie. There you there go. We, there we go. Great meal. Great meal. I'm uh, trying to think of French, but you know, yeah. yes, that, that is true. But uh, Hey, that's good home cooking right there. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite team or sport. Uh, so college football and, uh, uh, this, I'm, I'm glad we did this at the end. Uh, I'm an Auburn guy. That's uh, went to grad school at Auburn and yep. Yep. There we go. War Eagle. Um, favorite person in history. You know, I wrote my dissertation on a guy named Donald McGavran mm -hmm. and uh, who was kind of the founder of the church growth movement. Yep. And, you know, he's an obscure guy for most of the world. But, uh, you know, getting to know him, you know, I'm doing a little air quotes yeah, here, yeah. was a really big deal for me. And I loved his heart. I loved his passion and, and what he did. So I'm going to say that. Awesome. Uh, favorite vacation spot, beach or mountain or somewhere else? 
Uh, so uh, mountains for sure. Yeah, I don't have a body for beaches. I, I am with you on the mountain scene. Love the mountains. Of course, uh, I don't know. You might have married into a mountain scene as well, lover. But my every, everybody else in my family loves the beach. But I am a who loves the beach. Uh, I mean, I grew up, you know, when you grow up in Memphis, Gatlinburg is heaven. So that's, that's pretty much where it, <laughs> there you go. Um, how about if, if Jeff gets a day off or an afternoon to himself, what is the go-to activity or, uh, or endeavor that you just love to do? I, I'm, I love to cook. That's what I do. Um, I love to cook and I love to eat. I play a little golf. You know, I work a little in the yard, but I love to cook. Love to cook. Well, um, Jeff, I do appreciate your time today. And uh, uh, even more than that, I appreciate what uh, you are a part of down at Pine Lake and what God is doing uh, through you guys in the metro area and throughout the state and beyond. So uh, thank you so much for the example you guys put out. Well, man, thanks for uh, letting me be a part of this today. I'm thankful to be a part of all of it for sure. Well, we uh, have enjoyed it, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, listeners. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's podcast. For more information on church planning, visit the 242 Network on the web at 242network.com.